0: So those of you who are familiar with my uh, reflection style will know that um, I particularly like to take several passages and just and, and kind of string them together in, in sort of a common thread, you know, try to figure out why they appear together in the lectionary, but still you know, respect their, their individual meanings um, and maintain that integrity. But uh, for this one, when I saw that it was just one straight chapter, I thought, wow, this is going to be easy street. Uh, And initially, it kind of seemed like it was, but there are these, I call them like squirrel passages in there, as if the author got distracted as he was writing. Um, I, I would say he had ADHD, but he gets... In my experience, it's much harder to get back on track, so I'm not going to try to diagnose him with that. Um, so, yeah, that's I, the way I decided to approach this was uh, to just kind of split it into parts, take it apart that way, and then and then kind of see if I could uh, draw it together. Um, So, yeah, let's go ahead and start with um, the very beginning, uh, chapters 1 through 3. Come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk, without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me. And eat what is good. And your soul will delight in the richest of fare. Give ear and come to me. Hear me that your soul may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. See my faithful love promised to David. So at the time that this was written, it was towards kind of the end of uh, Jewish exile. Um, the king uh, Babylon was beginning to fall and Persia was taking over um, and uh, the Persians were a little more keen on letting uh, the Jews return to Israel and Judea. Uh, in fact, in Nehemiah, it is under Artaxerxes that they do so. Um, so it was a fairly hopeful time uh, for, for the, uh, the Jewish people who were living in exile, and this, this concept of God just calling, just come as you are, I, I don't, well, I, I care, but I don't care what has happened, uh, just, just come back, um, and it reminded me of a couple of images, um, both of them revolving around the concept of an open door. The first one that came to mind was actually, well actually, before those two images, the first one that came to mind was the, uh, the story of the prodigal son uh, from the New Testament. Um, you know, just this, this compassionate calling back and welcoming back in spite of what has happened Uh, And then another one I thought about going to the the door theme uh, was the advice that I've given to LGBT friends who have poor relationships with their families, who are facing rejection. And what I'll frequently tell them is walk out if you must, but leave the door open. Don't close it behind you. As a way to sort of say that distance may likely be necessary, but I, I discourage them from keeping that distance permanent, regardless of the their family's intentions or 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 measures that they they or you know attempts to. To, to come to terms with things um, be, and become accepting. Um, you know, If they're willing to do that work, uh, I, I encourage people to, to open back up to their families. And then another image that came to mind was actually uh, from the uh, or 1944 play No Exit by Jean-Paul Sartre. Ugh, I, don't, I don't know if I said that right, it's French. Um, <laughs> it, you, you, I, I am only like Wikipedia, uh, acquainted with it, um, but if you are familiar with the phrase, hell is other people, that's where it comes from. So the general plot of the story is that these three individuals, um, Garcine, Inez, and Estelle, are damned to hell but it turns out that Hell is just a room, like a a normal room, uh, no mirrors, but otherwise a a normal room, where they've been put in there to to basically torture each other, and they do a good job of it. Um, And about two-thirds of the way through the play, the door just opens. And Mm -hmm. primarily Garcine, is given the opportunity to just leave. Uh, And spoilers, he doesn't. And uh, it it just kind of struck me that, yeah, God God feels the need to call out to come back. Um, and, And for now, I'd just like you to kind of let that percolate a bit, and then I'll move on to the rest. So, starting with uh, chapter 3, a little bit from the last one. Give ear and come to me. Hear me that your soul may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander of the peoples. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations that do not know you will hasten to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel for he has endowed you with splendor." Now, I initially read this in ESV. And that actually is, it is a bit of a squirrel segment, like I said earlier. But in ESV, it is even more so. Because uh, in chapter 5, it actually starts out, it it sounds like it's saying almost the opposite. if I remember correctly, I, I'm borrowing one of Martin Luther's, or I'm borrowing an NIV version right now, but um, you know, it was like, nations who know you not will rule you. Like, almost, op- pretty much opposite. And that really, you know, that, that, that was confusing, for sure. Uh, especially, I mean, when it's this version, it fits a little better. But it's still going from come to me to this sort of like national, you know, promise to David thing that's a little bit off track. Um, So I guess what I initially, or I guess what I what I kind of took away from that was, you know, it it could be along the lines of just, hey, you're going to be a, a great nation again. But I also wonder, especially given that there's this other translation that sounds almost opposite, that I wonder if this is sort of God beginning to pull away from the notion of, you know, his his chosen people and his blessing being tied to a physical, on, you know, land, arbitrary, lines-on-maps, nation. Um, it, it could have been just the beginning of, you know, you know God's kingdom being, being in our hearts and, and among God's people, not in the, the form of a kingdom as we would traditionally think. So, moving on again. Chapter 6, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. So this is this is back on track again. This is, again, you know, come, seek. Uh, it is a bit more active. It's more than just coming and eating and drinking. It is you know, come seek the Lord, you know, forsake your evil ways um, and and turn towards the Lord. It's a little bit more active here, Um, but, you know, still on that main, main track. So moving on to chapter eight. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts." What is this passage doing here? I, I'm, it reminds me of when you submit an academic paper, and you get the comments back, and one of the reviewers has like this ax to grind in the discipline. And and it's with something that's only tangentially related to yours, and so they put in your comments that you need to include it, and rather than fight it, you just just mention it, and it looks it just has its own paragraph that's completely out of place. Um, I, I did wonder for a second. I, I know that the Bible wasn't peer reviewed per se, but it seems like it's the work of reviewer number two. Um but yes this this passage does in fact get a lot of mileage in the cr- Christian tradition um and typically as a response to seeing you know or experiencing uh, evil or suffering uh just sort of this confidence you know God's ways are not our ways um you know God has a plan for us um and, and it's often found to be quite comforting but uh, as I was actually recently uh, listening to a podcast lately, uh, the host it's a former pastor, uh, current uh, professor, who said that it, it struck him a bit contradictory that Christians so often behave as if we know what God's up to. Uh, you know, we know his position on, you know, XYZ, you know, social issue. We, we know exactly how much He wants us to donate to the church and other charitable causes. Um, and frequently, when you press them on this, they'll just say, Well, God says so. God says so. Like, I, know, I know what God's ways are here until I don't. Um, in fact, when I was in Drum Corps, we, we stayed at a church overnight. And we were in, uh, you know, my group of people stayed in what was, like, their youth room or something, and they had these posters that they had, like, hand-drawn, you know, or not so much posters, it was all written, but they had, like, done it by hand, put it up on the walls. Some of them were Bible verses. Others were things like, uh, one of the ones that I, the only one I, like, remember specifically was... Um, It was a quote like, the Big Bang, or the Big Bang, you have to be kidding me. And then just, you know, dash, God. As if this was a quote directly from God. It it seemed to, it's like you're giving your own words that you think God is saying more weight than these actual scriptures that you have of. So I, I, I think... You know, well, it's not directly related. Um, not, not only is it, a, you know, a call to, to have peace in God's plan, but a little bit of a call to have some humility in, in what we think God wants and our, our own, you know, theology, what we've come to think of God's word. So moving on once again. this portion is kind of what brings that last portion and reels it in um it's sort of you know using that theme of of god having an ultimate plan that we don't necessarily know because his ways are higher um the writers say has you know there are these you know natural processes that aren't necessarily pleasant at the time but ultimately they they nourish the earth and they ultimately nourish us so similar to that you know we can the same way we have faith that the rain will ultimately help grow the crops that feed us we can have faith that you know while you know while God's people were in exile God was able to use that exile to bring that to bring them back to him um, and ultimately bring them back to their land. Um, And then in the end, uh, the the part that we frequently sing, uh, you will go out with joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush, will grow the pine tree. Instead of briars, the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown, for an everlasting sign which will not be destroyed. Um, so, so, that part, you know, back on that main topic, um, despite the, the little tangents uh, in the scripture. Uh, and I almost was going to leave this here. But then one of the things that I thought about was that back to that play that I was talking about, No Exit, most you know, scholars, critics, what have you, will say that the reason that um, Garcin did not leave when the door opened was because he had allowed the people he was with to define and take hold of his self-concept and therefore his free will. They controlled the way he saw himself, so they controlled him. And the the reason why I come back to this is because I thought of something else uh, in the prior week. And that is of Having, you know, steers and and, and cows and, you know, farm animals in 4-H. And, you know, throughout most of the time I did that, you know, I would be handling animals that weighed 10 times as much as I did. Uh, They should have been able to easily overpower me. Um, But I, I, through a lot of hard work and training, you know, I was able to overpower them so to speak and that's because i used a halter that went over their head and you know you can go to a, a county fair or a state fair you'll see kids leading around animals that are you know 10 or more times their size one because they've done a lot of work to train that animal and two because they're controlling the animal's head and in fact if you look at rodeo cowboys who weigh roughly what I do, maybe a bit more, uh, taller and lankier, um, but they'll, they'll do an event called bulldogging where they jump off a horse and then wrestle like a, a calf or a yearling who is that, or that is much larger than them and wrestle it to the ground by its head. If you control the head of an animal, you control the animal itself. I mean, there, there are other ways of, of restraining a, a farm animal, but that is sort of the most haunting way. Because if you look at like a rope halter, it's, it's a piece of rope. It's not this intimidating machine. Yet people can control an animal 10 times their size when they use it. And it just made me come back to this and think, that this passage in Isaiah, as you know, these people may have had a chance to, to leave exile, was probably pretty important because it, it renewed hope. And it told the Jewish people who they were. It told them their self-concept, that they belonged to God and that God was calling to them. Because had they not had that hope, they might have been like um, Garcine in No Exit. They might have just stayed because a conquering nation told them who they were. And they, you know, had they not had that guidance from God, they would have believed what that conquering nation told them. And that just really hit me for, you know, today. And while it's not necessarily in the concept of like a conquering nation, uh, you know, the, the forces around us like to tell us who we are and tell us how things are and therefore kind of put that halter on our heads. And I think that when we when we come back to God and, and our identity in God and we come to each other, that's a way for us to throw off that halter. Um, so, yeah, this is it, it was a really joyous passage and it's good that it was because I got a little heavy towards the end there. Um, (laughs) but, uh, thank you all, uh, for listening. I, I look forward to your responses.